Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. the average is typically one or two under par. Like your your most common single round scores are your 70s, your 71. Sergio has been like, ah, I can't wait to leave this place. Yeah. And we are back another Tuesday night of Divots and Pivots. Hopefully we're not looking like some foreign film festival here with our lips moving all off key, but we're going to run with this. You know how we do. <laughs> but but you muted. I can't hear you at all right now. Anyways, uh, but we're here because, look, it's play. It's FedEx Cup playoff week this week, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but we're pumped. We're ready for the St. Jude Classic. There's a ton of value on the board this week, in my opinion, so can't wait to dive into that. Can't wait to dive into all the, the fresh news that dropped today. Cam Smith uh, with Cameron Percy. Uh, the news coming out that uh, by the Live Tours lawyers that uh, he slipped up and said that uh, basically that the, the players are getting – their winnings are getting paid out against their contracts. So that's some interesting stuff, the opposite of everything he's saying. So we're going to get into all that. But first off, first uh, foremost, Bud Copeland. Welcome as always. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, no secret that I have a huge crush on Aaron Sorkin. Anybody who doesn't know me already knows that about me. And there's a good, there's a great episode in The West Wing, season three or season four. I want to say it's season three because he's running for re-election. The president, right before the debate comes on, his wife just like snaps his tie off with a pair of scissors just to create this like panic feel. And everybody gets like the blood going. Yeah. They find him a new tie and they get him out there. I feel like that's what just happened with us backstage with our audio visual. That was, uh, I mean, it, it felt like for a minute there we were being uh, routed through a handful of satellites in maybe friendly, maybe not friendly countries. I don't know. Uh, but I'm glad that we backed out of that broadcast and went live yeah. in time uh, to be here to talk about the FedEx Cup playoffs, to talk about Mullet Man and whether or not he is making a play. Because I keep seeing it as 
reported, reported, reported. I have yet to see confirmed. Yep. And Cameron Piercy did did go out there and kind of, I'm not going to say backtrack. All he said was, listen, I want to be clear. My source is the one talking to people, not me. So, like, I didn't talk to Cam. I didn't talk to his people, you know, but that's just. It was a pretty, it was a pretty, a pretty about face, though, because he went from saying that his original comment was, uh, oh, yeah, they're gone. And then yeah. his, his, his backtrack was uh, something along the lines of, well, no, what I said was it doesn't look good for them and live, which is, feels like a complete 180 to me. I think what he was saying, and I read that earlier too. I think what he was saying is it doesn't look good for them in terms of like them hanging around. Like, I think they're out. I think they're gone. I think they made their peace with it, which I mean, what's going on with the odds and betting right okay. now with Cam Smith? Because here's the thing Cam Smith, let's say Cam's what gone. He, he, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to say anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Jay Monahan. This is, he's not yep. like he's going to get him in the locker room and back him into a corner and be like, you're either with us or against us. Cam can just play the next couple tournaments, uh, finish up the FedEx Cup playoffs, and then come. He can stay. He can crash on my couch if he needs to for the uh, the Boston Live event, because uh, that that would be the next thing, right? They're going to go through the playoffs and they're going to roll well, right into um, into that yeah. Boston event. And the way you know the way the way that things are being structured, it is fascinating. So I mean, how much of this money is guaranteed? Uh, what does it look like? Is is somebody holding mm-hmm. it in escrow and then it gets doled out? Um, so I'm, I'm I that was news to me until about now. I mean, about five minutes before we came on, uh, I was scrolling. I saw that. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm gonna be fascinated to dig into that a little bit, a little bit more. But yeah, no, definitely had my West Wing moment uh, with us getting on, getting on, I say on the air, on air, uh, on time. But it's <laughs> tough. I'm We're looking live at, on bellyup.tv. We are shouts to the shouts to the boys and girls at bellyup TV. I look at this, and I'm not trying to get ahead of us, but I'm gonna get ahead of us for one second. I'm you before the show, you were like, dude, I already got my lineup. Let's go. Click clack, put them on. I was, <laughs> I'm looking at I can't I can't pull the trigger on an anchor or an approach because I'm having kind of not a crisis of confidence. Let's be honest. We agreed to not talk about our performances this last week because I, I it was abysmal. I think, <laughs> I think you actually may have gained a few points Look, on me. My, I'll, I think my, I'll post the update on Twitter. So I later. think my favorite. I think my. Yeah, I think my favorite part of the weekend was um, so uh, a friend of the show who we've had on before, uh, Bo McBriar. He had posted something along the lines of when you have. Uh, three of your six and like the top five, one tied for the lead. Like he posted something like he, he obviously had a, a fantastic lineup and I responded with, yeah, but have you ever had three miss the cut one withdraw and then two like outside the top 20? Cause that's how my weekend looked. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's fine. I mean, you think about baseball, you, you, you fail 70% of the time you make the haul. So we're going to miss, but um, missed bad. Well, like missed real bad. Yeah, we did miss bad. Well, look, do we so, do we want to do we want to start with the playoffs or end with the playoffs? Because I, whenever we do the playoffs, I do have a a strategy for this week. Well, no, let's let's so come we, on, we, come on, let, let, let's keep the let, let's let's let, let's hold off on the goods if you really have that good of a strategy. Because okay, my point right. was, I can't go anywhere. Rory, Scotty, Xander, Cam. Well, I mean, Cam. Whether he's, he okay? Quick pause. 
Cam Smith's going to play this week. Again, there's rumors can be whatever. A guy was on a podcast 36 hours ago or it aired 36 hours ago. And now all of a sudden Cam Smith's to the live tour. He might be gone, but as far as where he's going to play the next few weeks, he has no obligations. You know, he has no reason to say anything or do anything. It's a, I'm going to miss the mullet though. I'm not going to lie, but you look down this Patrick can't lay people just sneakily forget that he's the defending champ. Mm -hmm. And that does, I'm not going to say that means something. All these guys are freaking winners, but you do get there and you remind yourself like, you know, I I did this. So JT, former champ, John Ron, Matty Fitzpatrick, Tony Finau is on a heater. Will Zalatoris just broke up with his caddy. Yep. I, I don't. I mean, now I do get it. He said they're they're really close. They're they're really good friends, and it was starting to affect that. And you know, good on him. It'll be hilarious. The, time, to the see. timing is odd, though, for a decision based on a friendship like that. You'd almost think if you're really good friends, you you, you say, "Hey, look, let's we're going to end this after the season so we can keep our friendship. Let's let's tough it out and finish the season. We're in the playoffs now. You know what I mean? Or or it's because, <laughs> or maybe they did sit down, or maybe Will Zalatoris is saying, "I am." We are friends, and this is business, and I got to make a business decision. Oh, I got to yeah, get. Maybe. I, I, from an athlete's perspective, yep. from an athlete's perspective, yeah. no, trying to trying to think like that, like what would make me do that, or what would, he might just be saying, like I got I got to cut, I got to cut bait and run because I can't have mm-hmm. this hanging over me. I would rather take my chances. You hear stories about players do some really funny things. Um, uh, Lord Byron, Byron Nelson mm-hmm. went on this tear in 1945. He won 11 straight starts. It's a, it is one of those streaks that I genuinely don't think is ever going to be sniffed. Tiger mm-hmm. went on a seven event run and we all like had our panties in a wad and this was 11. Now some people chirp and say, Oh, you know, it was 1945 world war II. It was soft fields, Ben Hogan, uh, Sam Sneed, and I want to say Gene Sarazen uh, were mostly in these fields. So and he wasn't playing against slouches. He just had a hell of a year. When yeah. somebody asked him about that later, I think all he did was point to his scoring average that it took 55 years and somebody named Tiger to break. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. but the point, I, the point I was making is these players can do some weird, weird things. He talked about about halfway through his run, he stopped playing practice rounds because the pressure was getting to him to where – Every time he touched a golf club, he felt this kind of, I've got to do it. And so instead he turned that into, I'm just going to do it. And he only played competition rounds because he then he rode that confidence. I wouldn't be shocked to see something like Will Zalatoris and like some some strength or some some mental coach or his college mm-hmm. coach or – I don't know. Somebody from somebody from like the Titleist tour bus just comes out like is like, dude, you need me to carry and just shut up. Yeah, come on, man. And then he goes out, yeah. and shoot, you know, things like that in sports happen. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'd keep an eye on him. I'd also keep an eye on him to shoot, you know, 85, 85 and uh, and go figure it out. He's not shooting 85 no. being hyperbolic. So but back to the original point, which is. I don't know how the hell you got started. I am eager to hear about this mm-hmm. model of yours and what got you off the fence and into the whole doing. Uh, but before we get there, well, the, 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 big still, tea, I, I, the big tease will be that I can tell you that I have two guys in the 10K range on my lineup and only one guy under 7K. I don't, I don't hate that. I'm just I saying know, that what I, I mathematically – I'm solid, I'm like, I think. I, you think? 
<laughs> is this plugged into DraftKings or is this like yeah. your Voodoo Witch Magic? Uh, no, no, it's, a, it's it's saved in DraftKings. Once you uh, accept the invite to our contest for this week, uh, it's our I'm already locked and loaded. <laughs> Once you accept the invite, um, I was about to compliment your kind of camera <laughs> angle. You shifted it a little bit, but instead, uh, so I'm just I finally going to take that back. I finally get the can, uh, the computer wire set up to where I can actually raise my sit to stand desk. So I am back to standing now. So you can see a bit more of the background. And uh, I think I finally figured out my light. So I'm not looking either yellow or dark. <laughs> and let's be honest, everybody wants to see your background, Andrew. Well, and you know, so it's, a, I, it's, a, it's a shame because, like, I want the whole idea of putting up these lights behind me was to be able to put up the green light. So, you know, divots and pivots, our color here is green and whatnot. But I, what I figured out, the certain colors, for those of you watching, you can, you can see my example here right now. Green changes the camera to make, look, now you see my face is like yellow and red. It's, it's weird. Blue does it too. So I had to find different colors that. Go back to green. Go back Maybe to green. white. Go back. Go back. No, go back to green, please, for a second. Oh my god! I look like the heat miser. No, there's a great. There's a great. And we don't do politics here, but I do memes and I speak in gifts. And there's a great, like, uh, there's a great. There was the Let's Go Brandon thing, which yes. unfortunately oh, kind of geez. took over Joe Biden's name. So the White House is kind of like owning it right now. And they've created this Joe Biden face that's red with laser eyes and it's evil Brandon. And it's kind of a cool like spin trying to trying to yeah, take yeah. the bull by the horns. You look like <laughs> evil Brandon. I'm I sorry. Like evil it, Brandon. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yes, I do want to get to your model. I want to find out how you were able to sift through this because I have my own theories when it gets to the, the postseason. Uh, yep. When you said that you had two folks in the 10K range. I believe it because if you've made the top 125, hashtag Ricky Fowler. Welcome back, Ricky Fowler. Yeah. He, if you've made the top it. 125, I mean, anything can happen. I mean, that's these, these these guys really are going to bed this week thinking that I'm I'm a pair of 64s away from you know making the weekend and then another decent round from hopping into the top 70, hopping into the top 30. And then my least favorite part of the FedEx cup playoffs, which is the staggered points start at the end. Oh yeah. I think, I think we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. I, I think, I think it's a necessary evil. I almost think it's kind of like the four team college football playoff where it ain't perfect, but it's the best we've had in a while. Sure. Uh, and we'll so. see if something comes up better eventually. And speaking of speaking of things just coming up better, this week in live new live news. Do you think do you think that that whoever that reporter was at the Open Championship who immediately hit up Cam with the oh live rumors? God. Now, do you think he was? Do you think he had something, or do you think if you're a reporter in that room, this person just won the biggest golf tournament? This is the biggest golf story, whether we like it or not. You just have to ask that question. No, I think I think he had something. I think he had to have had something because okay. this was something that obviously Cam, Cam Smith had said to at least a handful of people, uh, probably for a few weeks, if not longer now. Because I do think he was of the mindset where he was going to finish out these playoffs as long as he lasted in the playoffs, and then make the jump as like an off-season tour. I'm assuming with the idea that a lot of these other guys have that by the time the main season rolls around next year, that maybe they can figure some sort of balance out to where they can do both, make some money and live happy. And I think what happened is I think someone leaked it or this, this reporter has fantastic sources and, and salesmanship and was able to get this information and he ran with it and he kept his lips shut until that moment so that he could be 
you know, his big story moment kind of thing. And, uh, and it just kind of Cam Smith slapped back at him real fast, <laughs> bit his tongue a little bit. But then the fact that this comes out, uh, you know, so soon after now from Cameron Percy on our freaking radio station in Australia, I, I got to think he, he, that, that reporter knew something. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. After listening to a lot of interviews, Bryson seemed super confident that this whole thing is going to get... as uh, Quote, <laughs> I, I personally know it's going to get worked out. Oh, do you, Bryson? Do you yeah. personally know it's going to get worked out? But then why hide it? Tell me, how's it going to get worked out? How do you, I'm, uh, I don't mind confidence. I'm, I'm, I'm a, not a huge fan of certitude and, yeah. uh, and that level of, I personally know whether you do or not, just come on, have a little, have a little awareness. You do forget sometimes he's, he is, um, he's a smart guy and he's a hell of a golfer, but he's still young. And there's times where young he's people, got a big ego. <laughs> right. Well, I love Will Zalatoris's take when they're like, you're going to take a week off. He's like, I'm 25, man. If you hear me talk about being tired, yeah. problems like I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. Like, yep. I'm, I, yeah, what, what am I going to talk about? So By the anyway, way, I believe our delay is gone. Well, we're spot on now. You, you stopped talking a second. I said something. <laughs> I could, there's a lot of jokes I could have made about that, but to hear Bryson say how certain he was, it was going to work, get worked out. And like you just said, mm-hmm. if that reporter doesn't maybe tip it, tip the hand, Maybe yeah. this is under wraps until the postseason. Cam says, all right, I'm going to go do my live thing. And then the clock starts running. we got eight months to Augusta, and they're all kind of playing the odds here. Now, this, the little rumblings out of these – I, I got to dig into some of these these lawsuits. Uh, a, yeah. a, a guy I play golf with on the weekends, um, great, great dude. He's a lawyer. He does, like, mergers and acquisitions. And I was trying to chirp him a little bit about this, and he was, he was walking off. He's like, let me know if you need me to do a full debrief on divots and pivots of the lawsuit. So I was like, careful what you wish for there, Jim. Yeah. But, um, but um, part of it, because now now that I've read a little bit about it, next time I see him, I'm going to be, again, chirping his ear. So and actually, that, that now, might Jim. have another lawyer contact we could always reach out to, too. So, Well, we need to. Hey, listen, Rami, we do need <laughs> lawyers for many reasons. Um, we, but uh, the, there was something in there that now that it's coming out where Augusta National might have been telling Liv, like, don't do it. And Liv might have almost had something with the DP World Tour. Now, it's it's a lawsuit, right? The beauty of a lawsuit is you really can kind of say whatever the hell you want. I mean, yeah. you do have to be careful because you can always get sued for defamation or anything like that. But as long as it is, you know, phrased and these wicked lawyers and their silver-tongued penmanship, uh, <laughs> you know, they can basically just say whatever they want, air some grievances, try to make a point and I, I don't I don't think I would be shocked I would honestly be shocked if some judge some honest to God like US US judge just said like absolutely PGA tour injunction we got to figure this out it's part all part of my, it's a fucking sports league and these people make a lot of money and due respect to the golfers who are on the outside looking in again I know one of them or I went to, I went to school with one yep. of them and, um, and, you know, I hope he kicks ass. He's on the Niblicks now. And I really kind of need this <laughs> Niblicks gear because I think that the names of old golf clubs are funny. Sure. But you you make your bed. You, you sleep in it. And I do think there will be a resolution. I don't think that this will go away. 
Um, I and I do think that it will have this weird ass backwards way of growing the game that Greg Norman's going to get to say, I told you so and be right. Because I think what's going to happen is, I mean, Patrick Reed's doing it. All right, let's go over to the, let's go over to the Asian tour and, you know, let's, mm-hmm. let's get up, let's get our world points there. They, they can't tell us not to play there. Right. Yeah. Which I think what's going to happen is saying, let's all just put our guns down and say, fine, you want to, you want to do the live Asian tour uh, route. Fair enough. You cannot maintain full status on these tours at the same time. You're not banned from you're not banned from yeah. the majors, and you're, you're going to have to find other ways to get into some of these tournaments. And you're not banned from sponsors exemptions, exactly. Yeah. And 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 if you and if you have exemptions through previous wins, we're going to let those play out. But I do think that something like that, and then you pause and you go, as a golf fan personally, I start looking at I start looking at like, wait a minute, we got like 24 hours of just like golf coverage now. Potentially, we're going to have like the mm-hmm. Tonga Open, which if you don't know where Tonga is, it's somewhere in the <laughs> If you if you go right into the middle of nowhere, the Pacific, and then just go a little further, that's where it is. I have a good friend who uh, who was a teacher in Tonga for a number of years. Nice. That was a wild experience. But anyway, I think Liv's going to land amicably. I think the Asian Tour is yep. going to play a major role in that. And I don't think these judges or any of these people are going to step in and force the PGA Tour to let these seventy nine. I think they're going to say, "Due respect, gentlemen. You know, you made your bed. You sleep in it. Yeah. You sports leagues, go figure this out." I find it hard to believe that the PGA would have opened themselves up to be so easily sued in this. Because, look, it also part of the other thing that came out in Percy's comments on the radio was that uh, that this has been the PGA has known about this since at least 2017, 2016. Um, that this that this live tour or this rebel tour, so at the time they were calling it, was going to be formed because. Uh, the, the guys over at Live were talking to some of these guys back then. Like the word was getting around to the players, so the PGA knew this was coming. They had time to prepare the, for the possibility of this. They're smart enough. We've seen it before, like we've said before, way back in the past. The PGA can handle themselves in the court of law uh, and with with civil lawsuits, whatever kind of lawsuits it is. I don't know all the legal. I'm not a legal expert, but I, I find it hard to believe that they would open themselves up to banning these guys if they knew it was going to be so easily come back on them. Yeah, I just I'm I'm still I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the the fact that these the, everybody's suing each other now. Yeah. Like that's the that I mean I'm serious. That's the point that yeah. we've gotten to. We're we're suing one another. Where not to be that guy, but let me be that guy in this moment. We just finished up with a magnificent uh, AIG Women's Open at Muirfield. Another mm-hmm. one of those kind of like twenty. If you told somebody 25, 30 years ago at Muirfield, we're gonna have a women's major here. It was a yeah. different era and it wasn't that long ago. And they would have, they would have just laughed and been like, never, you know, and nothing yeah. against those. It's just the way it was. And we're still making, you know, leaps and bounds in that game. So again, it's hard. It, it, it is hard. I get it. I can empathize with it because that is their world. So when, mm-hmm. when uh, Jim Hahn, I think it was James Hahn, uh, was getting blasted, including by me for complaining <laughs> about the new schedule. And oh, yes. they have to do a bunch of travel. And he's like, you know, it's tens of thousand dollars in travel expenses and this, that, and the other part of me wants to go, well, then go win tens of thousands of dollars. Like, right. You, you have the opportunity. That's the, that, it's no different than a gambler who walks into a casino with a stack in his pocket or her pocket. Uh, you're, you're taking a risk. They're calculated risks. You have to go execute plays and hopefully you come out on top quick pause. 
that you you know we're over here going yeah for millions of dollars they don't see it like we see it though it's kind of mm-hmm. like you talk to a pro poker player and it's like what do you what's it like betting seven hundred thirty six thousand dollars on a freaking hand of poker they don't they don't see a house when they're putting those chips in yeah they're just making they're just making calculations they're making plays that's that I mean that's it they're the the they don't see the dollars they just see the chips uh and I'm not speaking for all poker players as you well, know it's, it's just that that's got to be the mentality. And so when we talk about, you know, James Hahn and I, I want to give him a hard time. Also <laughs> inflation has a lot to do with it, Jimmy. Don't, don't just blame the schedule. Sure. Well, I don't, th- I don't think we're getting James on the show anytime soon. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we are, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, speaking of live before we uh, get off of live, uh, I just checked the media credentials are available now. So we're going hey! to do our games to get out there for you guys here in the, for the Boston event. Um, Try to bring you some some fun coverage. It, it would be a, it would be a scene, man. It's going to be. Um, I it, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get out there as well, uh, with or without, but hopefully with. Yes. Uh, because I do. First of all, I like to see good golfers play. I like to play yeah. good golf. Not gonna not gonna lie. I can't believe we got twenty three minutes and before I dropped my sixty eight on you. I know seven birdies. I was actually pretty obnoxious about it too. I told my <laughs> I told my playing partner on the first hole. I said I want six birdies today minimum because we were playing in a team quota uh, uh, kind of thing. And yeah, then yeah. I birdied the first hole. And after I birdied the third hole, I looked at him and I go six. And the guys we were playing with were like, you obnoxious son of a bitch. And enjoy it. It was, it was oh, for sure. Cause I, I, my next competitive round is in a week for the mass mid amateur qualifier at Springfield country club. So um, yeah. this was a nice round to kind of get under your, into my belt, but it was six birdies with an asterisk. You could call it seven if you want to be technical because they just changed the 18th hole from a par four to a par five yep. on the okay. scorecard without making any other changes. But anyways, um, okay. I had to. I had to just a soft flex. Yeah, go the, for it. I mean, in soft flex. Well, you, my friend, we talked, were showing you were yeah. showing promise on the range. Tell me more. Yeah, because we, you know, we talked about my swing last week, and we, you, you gave me some advice. And yeah, I will say the the weight transfer game changer. Once you actually focus on transferring that weight, now I was hitting off a mat at the range. Um, oh. I was hitting off a mat. I know, but I was striking it. It was clean straight flush they were no i wasn't flush. belittling the mat i was saying yeah. too many too many shots off a mat will hurt my back after oh, all okay, okay. I'm, I'm getting old no oh yeah, god I, actually no. Find, I find it harder to hit off a mat than the ground so i'm yeah, taking they, that i'm taking that as i felt i felt you know real good about it uh but yeah i was actually hitting my distances for the first time and maybe ever now i actually started to think okay i need to come back and like write down my distances because this is, they might be true now if i can keep this up so yeah we'll see i gotta get on the course and try it on uh, around though what are your distances and how do you know you were hitting them? And I'm, uh, I'm just so, curious. So the so the the range I was at has a ton of different flags and it has in each bay it has the map to, um, specific to each bay about the distance to that flag. So what so, is your one? What's your go-to stock 150 club slash shot? Um, I wish I knew for sure, but I'd say 150. That's probably uh, probably my eight. That's mine. It's, it's like a really, really solid nine or if yeah. three quarter eight or a comfortable. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's if I'm hit, like I said, if I'm hitting them flush, like I was the other day, that's what I'd say there. Crazy Tuesday night. No nitro, think, no, no nitro my, Pepsi. We're just diet Pepsi today. And I believe I was hitting my, um, cause I try, I had to see 
uh, my hybrid a couple times. I was hitting that pretty consistently around the 180, 190 range with the hybrid. So I, I'll take that. So that's the thing. My ranges aren't long. Like the, I don't go like basically I can, all my irons are like maybe five to 10 yard difference. But they should be. That's what I was about to say is when you figure out whatever your 150 is, yep. like that's kind of where you want to plant your flag. And then it's 10 yards, 10 yards, one club at a time. Sound. Yep. I mean, that 10 yards is kind of a rule of thumb. Could be seven. It could be, you know, whatever. Well, like, sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you ask, I think it was the 10 to make the math easy. <laughs> Right. And and that's kind of just standard issue. You ask some of these guys, what's your stock seven iron? Like, and there'll be 192. And they mean it. Like, you ask sure. me, what's my stock seven iron? And I'll say 165. You know, sure. I could I can probably push it to 170, 172, three if I if I have the right conditions, and I'll knock it down to 150. But yep. like my 150 is a nice just almost said medium pace and then went down this whole Adam Sandler, <laughs> like childhood thing, but a nice solid, like medium tempo, uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, eight iron is one fifty. So yeah. in case you're keeping score at home. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Can't wait to get back out on the, uh, on the course again and uh, actually put it to use and see if I can duplicate. It might've just been that good because it was my birthday weekend. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. It's your birthday. It was. It was. It was my birthday, birthday Sunday. What did you do for your birthday besides the driving range? Uh, so it was the driving range was Saturday. For my birthday Sunday, I uh, just hung out with my kids uh, and hung out around the house with family. So nice and relaxed. That's good times. Yes, yes. Good times Noodle for sure. Salad. All right, good real quick. Sure. Yes. Before we go into um, what everybody came for, because I'm pumped about the playoffs. I can't get over. I know. I am too. I can't get over this name. And I'll tell you what. He popped and he can <laughs> pop off. Um, and I think you know who I'm talking about because the last time he popped, I went all in and he did not deliver. But we'll get, <laughs> we'll get that to a little bit. I'm just excited about this, but is there anything else in the live universe? Yes, there was. Sorry, God, buried the lead. Um, my new best friend, Alan Shipnuck. Oh, yes, he, yes. Uh, he, another, another soft flex. <laughs> God, Twitter, like the, I'm like the new kid <laughs> on the block. Uh, no, at, he, he liked a couple of tweets because somebody posted, what's a movie that should be, what's a book that should be made into a movie right now? And I said, Phil, like that book right now. And I tagged him. He liked it. But another onion kind of layer getting peeled back on this was that Phil, the reason that Phil disappeared is because he was suspended. Everybody was like, oh, hold on one second. I got to I got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sorry. good. The reason, That's all right. The reason that Phil, <laughs> this is Cooper. This is Cooper Rose. The hey, reason Cooper. That Phil disappeared was because he was suspended, I guess, for recruiting live players. Yes. And so, oh, yes. I, had, I, had, I had no. I had all of her loveys downstairs and Father oh. of the Year. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love you, Cooper, and I love you, wife. You're the best thing in the world, and that goes for both of you. So anyway, so Phil was serving well, and, and is serving well. a, a two-year suspension for yes. recruiting players. Like, no wonder. I mean, it's it's all kind of coming full Which, full circle. That makes that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm just now. So if they come to some sort of balance in the universe of golf, do you see that 
Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner disappearing you know what i mean yeah yeah i almost think it would be treated like a prisoner of war right yeah that's well that's exactly what i was thinking yeah it's almost like all right yeah let's we'll figure it all out all suspensions Mm -hmm. that are outstanding against live and blah 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 players will be dropped and you know uh i i would like to see that happen Mm -hmm. i really would um I, i i would understand that the PGA tour wants to hold firm through the rest of this calendar year, maybe and get into next season. I could see it almost being one of those things. They want next season to get started and then tell these live players basically go ahead and start the clock and not let them go after any points. And then it's like, okay, all right. Yep. We signed our agreement. You all have your cards back. And if it works in your schedule, you're more than welcome to come back and play these tournaments. And at that point they're almost behind the eight ball a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. I mean, so far, so far, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I have been, uh, uh, I've been, I've been pretty close to some of my predictions, especially the emphasis yeah. in some of these, in some, in, in trying to utilize the fall as this kind of fun. Exactly. Gonna, you know, next fall, fall 23 is, I guess, when they're going to have this super series wow. after the playoffs that you're going to have to be in the top 50 of the FedEx Cup playoffs to even opt into it. Um, Sounding like awfully familiar. We can we can call it the This Buds for You Invitational. I'd be more than happy to host me, me and Nick Faldo. Well, I'll see if I can get Sir Nick to come back for uh, for maybe. Fantastic. Did you see any of that? That I did didn't know, dude. Get get your tissues ready and go and watch some. <laughs> go watch some of the farewell stuff, man. Okay. Uh, it had it had me. I mean, it was just like anytime, anytime, anytime an icon steps away. I remember when. Yeah. Um, God, Papa Vern, when Vern Lundquist stopped doing SEC football, like that was in, in my part of the world, that was a huge blow to sports. Mm-hmm. So to see Nick Faldo go away and Trevor, Trevor Immelman has some big shoes to fill, but he's definitely got the accent for it. He's got the experience. <laughs> he does have the uh, accent for it. That's for sure. Hey, I mean, he's, he, he, I want to say he's South African though, or he might be, a, no, he's Australian. He's either Immelman, Australian. Uh, God, still, is, we have the interwebs at our fingers real quick. This is this is a yeah, because now I'm unsure. <laughs> South African. Okay, yeah, he's South African. Um, I knew he was President's Cup, but I couldn't remember if he was South Africa or Australia. Yeah. Definitely a Commonwealth country, I guess. For sure. So is that is that it for Liv then? We're we going to move on to uh... – Are you asking me if I could talk more about Liv? Oh, I, I know you can, about... but – Oh, no, yeah. Any more um, pressing uh... – matters god i'm sure something will come up i think i saw charles howell the third out caddying for his kid at some junior tournament it's moments like that that make me think all right <laughs> you, you you know you signed with live so you could do this instead of patrick read it and just keep going until you hit asia and then start playing in the asian tour mr yep. i want more time home with my kids although 
maybe his kids are with him now. Maybe he's got all that all that live money, and he's you know he's just got houses everywhere around the world. Before we go any further, I want to hear about your model. What is this model that you came up with? How what's guiding you today? Because I, I when you tell me, you show me yours, I'll show you mine, and then we can actually get into some names and some picks. Um, oh, the sixty-eight. It was yes. with. With the Piper Gold, with 68 the on the card, seven birds. You beat me to it. You run. Oh, you're taking a step now. As I tell you, you run with this read because you beat me to it. <laughs> There's no read, man. Just go to piper.golf. Um, yes. Look for and when you when you get to the order of the checkout, type in div piv d i v p i v. Get your 10 percent off. And to get started, when you get there, take their ball test. It's yes. not as it's not as dirty <laughs> as it sounds. You answer a few okay. questions about your golf game. It tells you which ball to use. It's pretty dadgum accurate. I will say this yeah. um, first one out of the gate scuffed up a little easy. I, I lost some confidence. I got through the first sleeve and they were working fine. So we've been, we've been, it's been, a, be, it was almost like to a be first fair, you said you hit, to be fair. You said you hit some cart pass that first round. So you said you weren't going to tell anybody. You said you were going to keep that between <laughs> us. And I, I wasn't going to, uh, no, it was almost like having a first date and yeah, yeah. I don't want to take that analogy any further. No, but thank you. Hyper golf in the clutch. This is a lot of fun and we appreciate everything you do for us. And then as always the boys and girls at belly up media and fantasy national golf club shouts yes, to the moose. Yes. That's what we're leaning into. And I'm pointing over to my, to my, to mission control with my own model. Cause what you didn't know is while you were sleeping, I went in there uh, earlier today, got my model, downloaded it, got out, cleared, cleared all the fingerprints so you could go in because I'm a simple guy. I take I take three, sometimes four. This is a big playoff week, so I dropped a fourth, and I just go kind of simple meat and potatoes, and then I take strokes gained, home life, and I yep. I mix that in. So tell like us about that. your model this week going into the FedEx Jude St. John's, <laughs> the FedEx St. Jude. Jude Classic. Is it the classic? I think it's uh, I think it's the classic. There's a couple of hold on. Well, there's a couple of different FedEx and St. Jude's tournaments. Oh, I think you know what St. Jude Classic sounded just natural to me. So I, I assume, but maybe I'm wrong. We're just going to call it the FedEx St. Jude because that's what the Fantasy National has. This is yes. really the okay. north. This is really the Northern <laughs> Trust. This used to be up here yes. in the Northeast. It bounced back and forth, and now it's, uh, and previously known as the Deutsche Bank. And on and on <laughs> TPC Boston. If you're listening, divots and pivots yes. would love to do a course review. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a it's a lifelong goal to get, get out there on TPC of Boston and uh, cut it time. up. So take us through your take us through yes, your model. Yes. What are you looking at as they attack the Georgia fairways and these? Um, mm -hmm. What are we on Bermuda or Bent? Uh, Bermuda. Bermuda greens. We're on Bermuda greens this week. Uh, it's a fairly short course, seventy, just over seventy-two hundred yards, uh, par seventy. So, uh, what I'm looking for is the approach game, ball striking, uh, putting uh, approaches one fifty to one seventy-five, and then a, a good one for scoring is birdie or better game because uh, we're gonna need guys who are pushing it and can push it to rise up the rankings. Yeah, because look, that's what's interesting about the playoff format is that you know we're gonna go from one twenty-five to 70 by the end of the weekend and this is a cut event uh actually yeah it's yeah this is this is one gets cut halfway through uh after 54 so it's going to be cut down to 70 at 54 what are you you're signing me <laughs> sorry 36 36 holes 36 holes sorry yes so 
Um, Where's the 54 hole cut? You might be right. No, that's at the five course events. Sorry, continue, sir. <laughs> but if you do the math, so look, in a normal uh, in a normal PGA event, you know, roughly 150 uh, golfers cut down to you know around 65, 70, depending on how many you tie. Like it's usually, I should say, it's more like 65 to 80 once you include ties. Like it's somewhere in that range. Uh, so pretty much right around, if not a little bit less than 50 percent you know, percentage to make the, to make the cut. When you're looking at this cut line, we're actually up around 56% make the cut. Uh, so more guys by a small margin, but more guys are going to make the cut this week. So what you're going to need to differentiate is you're going to have to lean into ownership. You're going to have to find the guys that are going to go an unseen that can make the cut that are on hot streaks right now. Cause as we've said before in the past, the playoffs now are all about getting hot at the right time. And I'm chasing guys who were been hot for the last week or two or the last tournament or two of theirs. Then they're going to hopefully carry that into this. So that's what I've been looking for in my model. And, and like I said, I am thrilled with the lineup I've been able to put together because I have some guys, a nice mix of guys actually that I've been on all year whenever I've had the chance, some high-end talent uh, and some hot clubs right now. I can't wait to hear some of these plays and some of these players that you have. I mean, you you're can probably, selling. You can probably predict one of them. The guy who's come up on this show many times. Jesus. I mean, I don't know. Well, there's Smotherman, which I don't know. Did he make the cut? Did he? Did our boy uh, actually? Let well? me see. I don't think he's not. He's not one of them. He did not make it. No, Smotherman fell out last week. Unfortunately, he was a show favorite for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, and it was, still is. We'll see you next year. Yes, um, yes. You know, good luck at Q school. Uh, actually, these guys, I don't, I don't know if they go to Q school or they go to uh, basically the corn fairy tour finals. And mm -hmm. so they have an opportunity to go down there and, and earn their way back in. Uh, no, I actually, I'm stumped. I mean, who's been, I mean, we, we've talked about a lot of players this year, especially Cam Young is definitely one that's been, we were, we were big on C Young early. Mm -hmm. He's a guy I like a lot towards the end. Uh, and, and I do like Tony Finau. I yeah, like he's been hot, he's been hot lately. Well, you just said it, and uh, and I'll and I'll give you I'll give you mine real quick because I'm not as fancy as yeah, you. He won back to backs. He finished 28th at the Open. He took the Wyndham off, but he just it's hard. He just, and, he, and he's under ten, and he's 9700. See, there you go too. And, and that's ins and that's insane. And his I mean, look, his ownership reflects at 15. percent uh, He's going to be one of the. He's the. Where is he here? Let's see. Okay, he's the fifth chalkiest player this week. Chalkiest, that's great. I think he also just dropped his wife's uh, phone in the pool when he was like dancing <laughs> poolside recently. Seriously, look it up. I just heard him talking about it. Uh, you know, I, I hear you on the ownership thing, and which which is funny because did you see what's happened to, to Cam Smith's calculated ownership? No, I didn't. It's down to eight percent. Well, I think I'm assuming people are scared that he's not gonna. He's not going to play now. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. No, I'm joking. That was mean of me to say. No, I'm fascinated because that's what jumped out at me. Jordan Spieth is down there in single digits. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Hideki Matsuyama is in single digits. But then again, Hideki Matsuyama is one bad practice swing away from uh, a WD. Jason Day mm -hmm. is somebody who we're going off the chart right now because I haven't given you my, my core four. I'm about to. Sure. But Jason Day is another one of those guys who is just kind of feeling it, and he's been there before, and I think he has a little edge after sitting after sitting out so long. Um, 
you know, so look, look, look to him to make, maybe make a little noise. And I like your guy and my guy, Davis Riley. Oof. I almost went I back to him too. I know, but he, you're so snake bitten. Was it an eight or a nine? That that it was made. a nine. That freaking killed it was a me. nine or a ten. Yes, exactly. It, it, was, a back. it was a nine on a par five. And he he kindly, by the way, for the record, I think I beat you by 70 points again this week in the DK. So just extending that season lead. But don't worry, the playoffs are here. Maybe we can have a little side action to even it out. So I I, I love this time of year because it's it's almost like we, we get a major field every week. Yes. Uh, and, and the stakes get higher and higher. The winner of this thing's walking away with something like 18 million. Um, mm-hmm. I think if I think if you shoot if you're O2 barbecue, as long as you finish, you're gonna get a paycheck, you're gonna get a couple hundred grand. So there yeah. is there is some money these these guys are playing for, and it's only gonna get bigger and better from there. Now, for me, it's very simple. Um, you know, the, it does come down to the putter as always. Like I said, it, this is a major feel every week, and you heard me talk about the majors every year. The flat stick, strokes gain putting, you've got to be either on the top or near the top. So I took strokes gained putting, strokes gained approach, because that is the that's the closest mm-hmm. overall kind of barometer for how's your game, how you doing. And again, in a week like this, it's almost, I hate the cliche, but I love it. Anything goes, yeah. you know, you're a 62, 63 away from, look at Chesson Hadley. He shot 62 last year to get into the playoff. You think about that's just as easy, not just as easy. It could be out there just as easily for somebody to shoot 62 to get to next week. So they're going to be, these guys are going to be going for it. T to green. So who is in good form right now, who is getting the ball from, from the tee to the green efficiently and putting themselves in position to score. So if you got a hot putter and you're in position and then the fourth one, because it's the playoffs, I added a fourth might be an ingredient too far, but I felt like it needed a little cumin. So I tossed it in there. Bogey avoidance is what I added because again, I, I, I'm gonna, again for the third time and repeat myself, <laughs> major feel, don't shoot yourself in the foot. No unforced errors. We're not in. We're not in Scotland with forty mile an hour winds. I don't think. I don't think conditions are supposed to be too contentious this week. So I think it's going to be just yeah. simply keep a clean card, and you're going to stay in position. Yeah, that's. I like it. I really do. I like it. Uh, the 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 main. Um, look, I think we agree in a lot of them. Honestly. I don't disagree with you. I think we use slightly different ones, but I think we're probably going to get to a, a lot of the same spots if I if I had to say. So, look, I can tell you right now, the the, the guy I started with um, right at $8,000 is last week's winner. Uh, winner. I don't know why I said it like that. Last week's winner, uh, Drew Young Kim, uh, because he's one of those guys who's absolutely on fire right now, and he's only around like 10 11% ownership, uh, projected ownership right now. Um, his recent results. So he won the Wyndham. Uh, sorry, uh, he finished seventh at the Rocket Mortgage, twenty sixth at the Three M, forty seventh at the Open, and finished third at the Genesis Scottish. So the man's on fire right now. Not only is he on fire, uh, he comes in on correlating courses as the sixth ranked putter, thirty sixth in approach, forty sixth ball striking, fifteenth birdies are better. I don't see why he's going to slow down. This week, the fields haven't bothered him. We've seen him in low in, in easy fields. We've seen him in harder fields. The, the field side, the field size, the field competitive level doesn't seem to bother him. Uh, I'm looking at Drew Young Kim to continue this and, and make a run this week. And at eight thousand dollars for an under eleven percent ownership, I'm there for it. Ah, 
I think the lights might be a little too bright. I don't think you're going to see somebody. I mean, I, I hear you, but I mean, you look at years past who wins in these FedEx cup playoff tournaments. It's the big names. It's the big mm-hmm. dogs that are already at the top. Dustin Johnson, John Rom, Patrick Canley, Justin Thomas. These are those, you know, and, and then worry, you've got, I got, two, the, I got two of those guys in my lineup too. You've got worry. the camp sniffs. I know. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the guy just, you know, that's what he had last week and he won and it's almost, then again, these players, the old way of thinking doesn't work anymore where mm-hmm. you can't go back to back or it's hard to repeat in this league. So yeah. who knows? You I'm not saying he's going to go back. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong about the guys who win these tournaments. I don't expect but to take to a win. heater to, to take somebody who's on a heater at 8,000 is a great, is a great play to start out with. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually not, I'm not too far off. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at 7,900 and kind of as a place to start off uh, to free up some cash and capital up top, because I'm tr- my approach mentally is to start, start, you know, build a, a foundation of sevens or even maybe a couple sevens and a six yep. so that I can spend because you almost need to have a couple it's of big names. Exa- who are exactly gonna- what I did. Right. And so, and I think that my, my 7,900 kid that ranks seventh in my rankings is Max Homa. And I, I mean, I know that, I know that you, I know that it's not going to be a popular play just because, I don't know. I like him there mostly because he checks the boxes for what I'm looking at. Strokes yeah. gain, putting ninth, approach 17th, tee to green, top 25, and bogey avoidance 20, 21. Yeah. I would much rather have Shane Lowry at 83. I still might take them both. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like those two, but that's kind of where I'm eyeballing because when it gets in the 10K range, Let's let's talk 10K, and we're not yeah. talking linear this week. We're just kind of talking. I don't know if we can go linear because it's not like you're going to start digging down and going. Let's take everything from yeah, here. Yeah. You almost have to build your model or what what one or two uh, stats am I going to lean into and kind of mm-hmm. go from? Because there's so much so much going on when you have everybody you know pushing to the top like a major like this like a major that's i'm gonna gonna, so 10k range talk to me yeah 10k range i'm gonna keep it simple justin thomas at 10,200 uh ranks out number one in my model this week he's top 20 in every one of my key stats except for strokes game putting on correlating courses which you know i only put it a low six percent um weighted uh in my stats here because it's it's just meant to kind of show does someone Put better on Bermuda greens compared to Bent, but we've already said sometimes that's not a something we want to put a ton of weight on. It's just something a nice little window to look through sometimes to, to see some differences. Uh, so I like JT. I like JT at the top. I, I think this, like you said, this is the type of tournament where he's going to show up at. Um, wow. he, he's gonna, he's gonna. Where is he in the stands? Is he does, is he making a true run at this? I love that we're not. Uh, oh God, yes. There. I mean, I think so. He, he, I just he's a way. Yeah. And in reality. Because of the way it's structured, by the way, ditto. I'm oh yeah, he's he's like, tied I'm, for second in the FedEx exactly. Cup <laughs> And and ditto to everything you said. He ranks out number one in my model, and at ten two, I think that's exactly you know who I would want to anchor with. We might not make for some interesting play this week because we are kind of. I mean, at this let's put it this way: at this point in the season, our cycles have synced up. Um, <laughs> the the Justin Thomas, or to put it friendly, we've hive hive brained it. I like oh, and him. I was looking at the wrong list, by the way. He's eighth in the FedEx Cup. Sorry. Still, the Still. way that's structured, anybody, you, all you got to do is make it to East Lake. Make it yes. to East Lake, and you still might have to make up 10 shots over four days, but make it mm-hmm. to East Lake, make it to East Lake. So 
it, it, it you know it really is a true playoff. They they have captured that here. I like him up there. I would not spend. I don't think you're going to get enough value out of Rory for eleven thousand dollars for what is yep. his um, most popular plays. Rory's what seventeen percent. Yeah, yeah. That's he's, just, it, I agree. I'm not going to say it's a sucker's play. It's one of those things you either have to really, really be a fan or really, really, really be a fan. Xander's if I'm playing not, Rory, I'm most likely not going to be able to play two guys in this range like no, I am not, right now. Exactly. And see, I don't even know if I'm going to go two guys in this range because I see Tony there at 97 and no, I no, see Justin at 10 too. to threaten me with a good lineup. Um, nope. And that's kind of what I see because – I will. I'll hop over Rory. I don't mind me some Xander. Ten six is actually not. I wouldn't say it's that bad. What is his? You might have fourteen percent. Ten six, maybe might be worth a second look. But I get in. In Tony ranks fifth in my model, so I mean, I'm looking at like a Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Max Homa, one two three, you know, out the gate to kind of spice things up, if you know what I mean. Sure. Then, and, then I've, and then I've got Shane Lowry looking at it from the sideline. He's getting he's going to get in the game. But these names, Keegan Bradley, that's who popped at twelve in my lineup and at seventy five hundred. But I uh, I don't know if I can I don't know if I can quit Keegan. Our formula failed us last time when he popped and he didn't. I know. And see, and and if Corey Connors is at seventy six hundred, you got a you got a better ball striker who's won more recently, um, mm-hmm. and. I'm I'm trying to make amends with with Corey Connors as well. I'm trying I'm I'm trying to now play around with do I prefer to drop down from Patrick Cantlay to Finau and upgrade Cameron Davis to someone like Russell Henley. Yes, if you can make room for it. I mean, Henley's Cam- just so high owned, uh, and Cameron Davis is under ten percent. Oh. But Henley's been My, on fire recently. God. Cameron uh, Davis has been on fire too, though. He's top 20 in his last two events. He's gained 14 playoffs. strokes in those events. I mean, Henley's gained 18 total strokes. Oh, man. What do I do it for Finau? Okay, so the key, the, the question there would be, do I, ha- do I have more faith in Cantlay or Finau? Right now? Know. Right now, right. Tony Finau. Just because he's just because the last time he, the last two times he's put it, laced him up, he's won. I mean, and you, you I know what kills me. Like what kills me with Finau is on the correlating courses, he no, doesn't correlating schmorelating. On the correlating courses, he does not bode well. And when's that's the last what, time, when's the last time you saw somebody bode well? Like, what did boating <laughs> even look like? And speaking that's of a fantastic sport, point on that on that phrase. Speaking of. Speaking of um, smorelating, tomorrow is International S'more Day, so uh, get, oh, your, okay, get your nice. yeah, there you go, get your graham crackers ready. August tenth, S'more Day. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I I'm really, not changing up. I'm, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with what I had. I, I liked it. I'm gonna I'm not gonna. Not, this is when I get in trouble. I get in trouble when I tweak. Yeah, don't yeah don't don't listen to me. Come on now. I'm, um, I'm, only, I'm only I'm only kicking your ass by a few hundred points. Shut so up. Mido, Mido, I, I'm shocked that Mido didn't come out of your mouth. Mido oh Mido. Um, he ranks pretty high on mine, and at 7,500, I like him more than I like uh, uh, my Keegan Bradley, but I also like my Christian Bezese Noten, um, which I know that's not how you say it. Don't at me. Yeah, but you know what? That was a very, that was very impressive. Thank you, sir. 
Uh, and then also Mark Hubbard sitting there at 6,900. He hasn't been playing well, but he, he has this year. And that's where, again, all it takes is, I don't know, I mean, a, a nice solid cut four iron into the wind that something clicks and then all, they, they, somebody goes on a run. Like speaking of Patrick Cantlay, his little brother, Jack, did we talk about him shooting 28 at the U.S. Junior Am? So uh, I, US, think you, I think you mentioned it. Yeah, I was about to say Bandon Dunes last week. Kid from China yes. ended up winning it. Uh, 17-year-old, wicked good. Um, but also, fun fact about Bandon Dunes, they have dogs on their golf course. Oh. I think that should be universal. They're, actually, they have eight of them. And apparently, so there's six courses out at the resort. And they have eight dogs. And apparently, each one belongs to a maintenance person. Um, but still, they like roam freely. And they're friendly to the guests and stuff. I say more dogs and golf. I also like Cam Young. I, I'm sitting here in love with Tony Finau up high at 9,700. Cam Young is another guy who is, I mean, how close is he to having a couple of wins, including a major under his belt, right? So if, if, if Cam Smith doesn't make that putt on 17 or if one little bump goes different, then that eagle on 18 on the 72nd for Cam Young changes his entire trajectory. So um, yeah. it's going to be a fun it's gonna be a fun week. I'm uh, so we, What happened – I was just going to say, before we finish, I do want to get out because my big, you know, savings play at 6,700 this week actually ranks out third in my model. This is the name that we've mentioned a few times before uh, that you haven't been able to come up with. That's been a favorite of mine at times this year. And that's Mr. Adam Svensson. Svensson. Adam Svensson is ranking out third in my model this week. Uh, he is uh, projected to be under 3 4% ownership. Uh, and he, you know, he hasn't been blowing it up recently, but he, he finished 78th last week, 24th at the Rocket Mortgage. He finished sixth at the Barbersaw. So, I mean, he's he's got some decent form. It's nothing to blow the, the hinges off the doors, but uh, at 6,700 in that in that percentage uh, to allow my – at ownership percentage to allow myself to get Justin Thomas and Patrick Cantley in my lineup, I'm going to take that chance. I'm not going to say I hate it. I'm going to say I really hate it. But um, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, good on you. Mr. Svensson might show up and he might do something. I'm stuck on whether or not, uh, whether or not I, if Will Zalatoris plays well this week, then I, mm-hmm. you, I might, I might, I might ride that train the next couple weeks. Cause I, like I said, we're going to do something. I want to see what, I want to see what his, he could be in a gentle mental. He could be in some sort of, if he looks, if he looks he different does. then yeah, I agree that you, you're going to ride that. Yeah, Sam Burns at eighty six hundred is not is not a terrible look or thought along with Sung J M. So I mean, there's a lot. There's a it's not the, like like you said. There's I don't think you can go wrong a lot in, in yeah. with your top three or four picks or wherever you're going to anchor your lineup. It's going to be about finding that leverage there and then finding those guys in the six and seven k range who are going to make the cut. Um, so yeah. if you're looking for the strokes gain home life. Maybe find those guys who are hovering hovering below the seventy to, in that seventy to one twenty five range who might have that little bit of an extra um, motivation. It's mm-hmm. not perfect science, but hey, Ouija boards are still out there. So <laughs> look for that kind of stuff, um, and also you know keep an eye on keep an eye on the Twitter and the live chatter, uh, yes. and, and see what's going on because you know Cam Smith. I think we might wake up. By this time tomorrow, he might be at six percent. And if that, I don't know if that's going to say anything about his performance this week because th- these guys could also come out and he could win the next three tournaments and still go to live. So, who knows? Yes, no, I agree. Keep an eye out for that. 
But hey, if unless you have some other names you want to drop here before we jump off, I think that's gonna do it for us tonight. No, and Max, I trust. Max, you trust. I don't. I don't hate it. Max Homa uh, has been good to us at times. So that is where we're gonna cut it off here. But hey, uh, tomorrow's when tomorrow is Wednesday. If you're listening to us live, uh, if you're listening to the re, uh, the recording of this. Uh, check our Twitters if it's after sometime on Wednesday afternoon uh, at Real Mr. Mallard at this Buzzfew. Hey, I just realized our our names are not on the, not on the bottom down here. They usually are there. They Blasphemy. Are. There they are. Uh, so you search our search our Twitters on Wednesday afternoon for our our core four. Uh, so this is what we're going to be doing from now on. We're going to be releasing our Piper Gold Players of the Week. Each of us are going to put out three or four players. Uh, that are going to make up the core of our lineups. Uh, and then once the uh, tournament starts, we'll release our full lineup so you can follow along with our little personal uh, battle of who is doing the best. And uh, maybe I can make up some ground and crush them here in the playoffs. We shall see. Yeah, I, call more of, I, call it, I call it more of a vendetta than a battle. And it's either, <laughs> yeah, it's either look out for either the key three or the core four coming at you tomorrow afternoon on the Twitter sphere from this buds for you and the real Mr. Mallard. Yes, you got it. And that's going to do it tonight. Catch us next Tuesday, 8 o'clock, uh, bellyup.tv or uh, at Divots and Pivots on YouTube. Uh, we will be here every week. We'll take you through the playoffs and all of your live and PGA news. Have a great week, everyone, and we love you.